welcome to episode five of the Power Giant podcast, the raw reality. Cannot believe we made it to episode five. It's mad. I, I honestly thought, would I still want to do it? Would I not? But here I am behind the mic. I love a little sing song um, as well. You might be pleased to know, because as you probably remember, if you do listen to this podcast, you'll know I do like a little chat chat and I can talk to myself, by myself for a very long time. Apparently I talk in my sleep too. But I am not on my own. I've got one of my most favourite humans with me. Um, she is somebody who um, I actually have talked about on the podcast before, even if I've not mentioned her name. Um, she's one of my biggest supporters, champions. Talk to her literally every day, all the time. We talk about the good, the ugly, the, the, you know the things where some people go, way too much information we talk about all of it and um, she is also the mother of my goddaughter who you will probably know very well she's always on my instagram my facebook i talk about her all the time and um, so i am not here on my own i am here with the absolutely fabulous and beautiful bumblebee I do, so, uh, tell people your real name. My real name's Bethan, but everyone calls me everything different. My sister calls me Biff. You call me Bumblebee or Bee. Yep, that is true. I get called Mummy. I get yep. called all sorts. Absolutely. So, it's all sorts of names. I've called you, but it's really weird. Like, I remember, I don't know why. I've never, I don't think, uh, what is wrong with me? What is I'm actually. I'm because I'm the most famous person on the podcast. Literally. <laughs> it's got to be that, isn't it? It's got to be just pure excitement. But you're right. I think from the very first time I met you, I've always, I've never called you Bethan, ever, or Beth. No, it's weird when people call me Bethan. It's too formal, like... Do you feel like you're in trouble? Yeah, or I'm at the doctor's. Oh! That's like the, it's one or the other. One or the other, the doctor's or you're in trouble. Yeah. I, I like that. Um, I just want to point out, in terms of COVID rules, the wonderful Bethan, B, Biff, Mummy, whatever, whatever you want to be called, um... Is lives within our support bubble and we're currently living together, so it is completely cool, is safe, and secure. You all know how I feel about the C word, and um, we, I am going to bring it up a little bit today with you, B, because we've got so much to talk about. So, if you're wondering what is today's podcast going to be about, well, the podcast is called The Power Giant, it's also called The Raw, it's not also called, it's the, the addition to the title is The Raw Reality, and one of the things that I'm always looking for when I'm having guests on the podcast is people who I know will give me the brutal truth. And <laughs> Exactly. And me, that is you in a nutshell, isn't it? Yeah, I'll tell you when something doesn't suit you. Yep. I'll tell you if you're wrong. I'll tell you if you're right. I'll tell you if you're bad, you're good. Everything in between. Exactly. And I just want to share with the listeners a little bit about the brutal honesty game. So, guys, I bought these pair of boots, okay? They're awful. Just saying. Let me tell them about my boots first. Okay. Okay, so I bought these boots, okay? So it also, buying boots for me is not easy. I'm a size 2, sometimes a size 1 in Converse. As you know, I'm quite petite, and I was really happy, right? I've been wanting some knee-high black boots to wear. You know, like when you want to wear a midi dress or a little dress, and you think, oh, it's a little bit cold, I'm going to put some tights on, I'm going to look like I've walked straight out of a beautiful, beautiful show, Literally super excited. Found them on sale, may I add, as well. Super excited. Um, say to B, it's like, B, what do you think of these? She's like, they're awful. They are awful. I think, if I recall, you call them slut boots. They are your slut boots. They are your slut boots. But I love them. That's fine. I've told you my opinion, and if you go out with me, I'll tell you not to wear them. I haven't worn them with you, have I, actually? No, you can't, because I'll tell you the truth. But I still have them. I'm not going to lie, I didn't return them. No, that's all right. You don't return everything, I'll say. I don't mind anyway. Absolutely. But Absolutely. if you put it on, I will tell you that they look awful. You really hated them. Like, really, really yeah, hated my boots. So, one of the things that you will give me is brutal honesty, right? The raw reality. So, um, I've got B on the podcast for a number um, of reasons. I want to add that B, you are um, a single mom. Yeah. Um, you also co-parent with Flo's wonderful dad. Um, and I think you both do an amazing, amazing job at that as well. I do. It's hard sometimes, but obviously it's not what we want, it's what is best for Flo. And we've got to put her first. And I think 
think that's the thing though, isn't it? It's and and I think it's so important because actually, you know, you are a single mom and actually like you've always said, Flo does have an amazing, amazing dad and actually yeah. one of the things that I know both of you feel really passionate about is co parenting to be the best for Flo. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about being a mum. B is also somebody who you battled um, with your own health challenges yeah. um, for a number of years. That's taken its toll. So I'm going to be digging a little bit um, about that. Can I also just share with people that you've actually just had surgery a couple of weeks ago as well? Yeah, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, and you're absolutely rocking it, laying. Literally, look at you. I think it's great. Um, and we're also going to be talking. One of the things I really want to sort of grill you on a little bit is social media, um, and some of the some of the the things because we I sometimes have talked about social media in quite a negative way on a few of my other podcasts, but actually there is a a real positive side of it that I know that has been actually really helpful to you. Yeah, there's be- a couple of Absolutely, and I think it's important that we balance it out and um, you're able to share some of that. So there's lots of things that we want to talk about um, and actually one of the things that we've learned a lot about from hearing James on the podcast, hearing Steph on the podcast and me just sort of jabbering on myself is that we're all different and unique people in our own wonderful ways and you are one of those wonderful people. Why, thank you. Well, you can't see right now, she did a little a little head bop and a shimmy. She's winning from ear to ear. <laughs> I wish we could just, I keep saying it on podcasts, we need visuals on here. It's a good job we're not because we're in comfy clothes and chilling out and I have a fresh pair. So. That is true. Can I can I just add that B is sporting a very beautiful Primarni £5 wonderful hoodie. Um, smashing it, literally. Hair in a bun, a bit frizzy, not going to lie, but who am I to talk, let's be fair. And Absolutely. Um, wrapped in a wonderful blanket of the purple colour. She would, wouldn't she? Love that. Um, I'm, and I'm in a leopard print onesie. Worth it. Honestly, it's, I say leopard print, it's not your standard leopard print. It's, uh, it's white, blue and... What colour is that? Like a peachy pink. See, I would have gone coral. You're like, a peachy pink, darling. Yeah, it's a bit pinky. as well. LD yeah, I think aren't they? They do you know the stuff where they they're brilliant at ripping off other brands where yeah. they they look exactly the same. Yeah they do the maternity clothes in Alfred Lidl as well and I found that so good. Oh, really? They're cheaper but they're actually really comfortable as well. There you I go. still wear maternity leggings. Do you know what? You're not the first <laughs> person to say that. There's a few people with both of us live in a sort of age, even though you're much younger than I am which kills me to say, but you are. Um, but lots of people talk about when they've been pregnant, they don't want to give up their maternity clothes, do they? Because they're so comfy. They're so comfy. Why would you? That is true. Why it's would like you? wearing pyjamas 24-7. There you go. And they look good. So. There you go. There you go. Why? And whilst the C word, which we try not to overly use, um, but whilst we've had, I feel like we've spent all year in lockdown, to be fair. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Um, it's quite handy, isn't it? Being oh, I love it. I live in leggings. Leggings, hoodies. It's amazing. Hashtag mom life. Yeah. Hair in a bun. Leggings, hoodies. Perfect. You're ready to rock and roll, right? Always. And love it doesn't this. Matter because I can do stuff and it, it doesn't matter. There you go. So perfect. There you go. Ready to rock and roll. So, B, Bumblebee, Biff. Oh, she's looking at me like, oh. Hit me. Yeah, you're looking at me like, what are you going to ask me, love? What are you going to ask me, ducky? Right, don't worry, it's just a chat. I'm not going to lie, why am I doing this accent? I love an accent. I love an accent. And then I get so into it, don't I? And then I forget what I'm talking about. Go back to what you were talking about. Thank you, thank you. This is why... This is Literally, this is why Jeremy was so right. I'm, I'm so sometimes erratic in how I talk, aren't I? Right, you just all of it. Ooh, he knows me so well. It's literally so true. So, I have to say, this is quite a big deal for you, being on this podcast today. Yeah, considering I only found out about an hour ago. Yeah, something Somebody decided not to tell me because she knew I would be over about it. I'm a bit of a whittler, really. 
absolutely. And actually, you are right. I did sort of throw you into it a little bit. And it, it was a thought-out decision. And some people might be listening to this thinking, oh, my God, I would hate that. I would hate to not have, you know, time to repair and get my head around but it. You know what like. <laughs> but whereas for you, you would have thought about it, rethought about it, thought about it some more. I wouldn't have slept. I'd it, have been a nightmare. So exactly. So I'm kind of glad you did it. Exactly. And actually, I'm not going to lie, for somebody who was like, you know, I was trying to like egg it up, I'm like, are you excited? No. Then she comes in, we come in, and then she puts the, gets all the gear on, you know. And I'm thinking, right, this is my moment to, like, get her all excited. Does it feel exciting now? Do you feel like you're on a radio show? No. I was like, jeez, like, this is not going to go well. I told you I'd be brutally honest. Right. But, but actually, actually, while I'm here now, it's all right. It's not It's not too scary. There you go. See, so. I just feel like I'm chatting to you. I did. I said, a lot of stuff around me. Exactly. But me and you chat all the time. All the time. Literally, whether it's videos, WhatsApps, texts. But no, we don't text, actually. We're all about the phone, the, the WhatsApp, WhatsApp, and and tagging each other and random stuff on Instagram and right. Facebook. That that's literally our everyday life with each other. So, B, um, I mentioned that you're a mom. I am. Being a mom was a, a, a lifelong dream for you, wasn't it? Massive deal for me. Yeah, massive. Was it something? You know how sometimes people, some people go become parents by accident. You know, it yeah. happens. And some planet once they're in relationships. This was something you wanted from when you were a little girl. Oh, I always used to say to mum that I was going to have loads of babies and not drive, and I'd have um, a man that would drive me around. And here I am, a single mum. I work and I look after my child and I drive. So Absolutely, complete opposite, but not at the same time. But that was for you growing up. You know, some people like I wanted to be a lorry driver, for example. One of the things for you was wanting to be a mom. Oh yeah. Although being a mom for you wasn't quite as simple as just getting pregnant, was it? No. Well, 2000, I think I was 16 or so, I got told I had endometriosis after having um, surgery. And at that point, they said they had to take one of my ovary, uh, my fallopian tubes from me away. And they said that that would lower my chances. Um, and then I've had so many complications and so many different surgeries with my endo and everything like that. So, and then they told me that becoming pregnant would be harder and it would take longer. And if I became pregnant, it wasn't necessarily going to be safe. And there was a lot of yeah. there was a lot of risk involved, wasn't oh, 100%. there? But I had to just go for it because that's what I wanted, and it was right. For for people who. Because endometriosis, I have to, if I'm being really honest with you, when you told me about it, I didn't know what it was. Um, and I, 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 A, remember telling you, and all I then remember doing is going straight onto the internet to try and find out yeah. what it was, what that looked like, what it meant for you, for your life. And when I sort of did a bit of research, one of the things that really hit me from knowing you was that sudden sort of realisation that one, what something for you that has always been a dream for you of being a mom, having your own child, was something that potentially couldn't happen for you. Yeah, there was one doctor that said to me, it's not going to happen, and you might as well give up. Wow, that must have been incredibly difficult to hear. It majorly hit me, majorly, and I was crying for days and days and days, and I just wanted to turn around and prove that doctor wrong, and I did that, and then when I saw that doctor again, I said, look, I'm pregnant now. And he was like, well, no, we can do nothing. It's like, well, exactly. So he shouldn't really have said to me that I should give up because I don't think that's right. But that actually gave you the strength to go, no, yeah, I, I, I know I want to be a mom. And um, for people that don't know B, can you just sort of give just an idea of what endometriosis is um, and sort of how it, because it does impact your day-to-day life. Oh, yeah, massively. So endometriosis is basically your lining of your womb. Every time you have a period or um, you ovulate, the lining of your womb grows, and with endometriosis, that grows in other places, not just in the womb. So it grows attaching your fallopian tubes and your ovaries together, and it can even go to different organs and cause a lot of damage internally and that's what's happened to me um, and you get sick 
it's hard because I have to change the clothes that I wear because I get really bad bloating and I have to change my diet because that doesn't help either and you do what you can to try and make symptoms better and there is days that I stay in my jammers and I don't want to get out of bed and and, and you I deal with a lot of pain as well, oh, don't yeah, you? Massively. And you, there's tablets that people can give you, and the doctors will prescribe you basically anything you ask for, which is ridiculous, really. Um, but I find the best thing for me is having a hot bath and heat pads, and I have an electric blanket on my bed, and that majorly helps me. It helps but my you, back pain. Are you just using it coming in, don't you want to be warm? Well, yeah, kind of, but it does really help. <laughs> I feel like you're like, yeah, I need it for my... No, I just want to be warm. I just want to be warm. No. Yeah, yeah it does... It, heat does help um, because it relaxes your muscles and the pain makes your muscles contract and that obviously doesn't help. So it is what it is. I've kind of got to get on with it. You've had a number of surgeries. Yeah, I think it's four or five. They love cutting you open, don't they? Oh, it's a nightmare. Um, and there's more to come. That's the reality. You've yeah. definitely got more to come. Um, you know, you've got more to come, sort of in the next however many months. Yeah, it, hopefully, it, with Big C getting in a bit of a way, it's been a bit of a nightmare. But do you know what? It is what it is, and I'm just grateful that I've got Flo out of it because she's amazing, and I can't fault her. And She's literally made me be able to be the mum that I've always wanted to be. She, she, Flo is the very essence of your childhood dreams coming true. Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, you know, for any of my wonderful male listeners who are thinking, God, I can't believe I tuned into an episode where she's talking about ovaries and her womb and being on her period. Well, tough luck. That's day to day life. So you just it's have to normal. Get... Absolutely, it's not well known about. No, it's not. The more we get the knowledge out of there and get people knowing about it the more people will actually get diagnosed quicker because to get a diagnosis it takes years absolute years and i was lucky because it didn't take me that long but when i look back at it it probably did but i didn't have the symptoms as bad at the times um but some people wait eight nine years before a diagnosis and, and struggle to get heard as well yeah majorly to, to be taken seriously not just to be told that you'll be all right or you know no it's just period pains or it's just this or it's just you that get told it's ibs a lot okay um because ibs and endo have very similar symptoms pain all of that it's all very sim- similar and the area and everything and they always used to say to me oh it's just IBS you'll be all right it's IBS you'll be all right gave me tablets all sorts and I kept going back to them and fighting it and said look it's not I know it's not I can feel it and, and it has been a fight for you yeah and um, and you know I having known you for such a long time and um, I've seen that fight I've seen you I've seen the the moments of victory, the moments where you've sort of rang and gone, I feel like I'm being listened to. I've heard the tears and the frustration and the anger and and I've heard the hope more than anything, the hope that actually I will get through this. Um, You have to. You have to just carry on. And it helps a lot that I have Flo because she's two. She doesn't let you stop. She's not two yet. Well, she's going to be two in December. Okay, she's one in a bit. I'm just being pedantic now. You are. And you know what? I'll take, I'm going to tell them why I am because I said to, we were doing a little sound check. I to make it sound so posh, don't I? We're doing a sound check, darling. And um, B was like, what shall I say? You know when somebody says, say anything, and then your mind goes blank. I had no idea what Literally. So I said, talk about Flo. And she was like, yep, yep, her birthday. She was like, when's her birthday? She's like, I really want to say the 13th. No, it's the 3rd. It's the 3rd. My due date was the 13th, to be fair, but... I was impatient and she wanted it to come early. Absolutely. So. so that's the only reason why I brought it up, just to make a point that she's not two yet. Okay, you're right. Thank you very much. Just being a little bit pedantic there. Um, but you're absolutely right. And I think gratitude has been a big part of your journey. You've always taken the time to take a step back and appreciate what you have and who you have and the moments of pure joy that you get from Flo, for example. Yeah, you don't just get... It's not just Flo that gives me moments of joy, it's everybody, it's the people around me, it's the support, it's it's literally anything from 
insane. Insane FaceTiming me. <laughs> oh, no, but you know what I mean. It's it's people FaceTiming. It's people checking in to see that you're okay and not just assuming that you're fine because that's the hardest thing. I think people just don't want to hear it after a while and then they don't ask. But actually, it's sometimes really nice to be like, oh, actually, I've had a really good week this week or and just tell people that actually you are okay and and I think you're right so many people you know they people and like you say assuming um you know taking that time to go actually I am going to check in I am going to it doesn't take long does it to pick up the phone or send a message you know we spend all our time scrolling through our Instagram through our Snapchats or anything else if actually we took even a slice of that time away to actually a check in with somebody and b then almost wait to hear what their answer is yeah, and listen to that answer as well not just be like oh yeah they've said they're okay or they've said whatever it's about listening and reacting to what they've said absolutely because it can be lonely having any illness can be lonely and hard but even not having an illness i'm a single mum it's hard like i don't have the adult company sometimes to be like oh I've got no one to talk to and it's nice that when I message people especially you guys um, my family and friends and stuff they actually reply with like oh okay do you want to talk about it or things like that absolutely and you know one of the things that, that I'm, you sort of brought me on really nicely to something else I wanted to talk to you about um, which is loneliness and actually so I mentioned at the start of this podcast that especially during this lockdown thankfully we're allowed to engage with somebody who's single to have a support bubble and that's why you now you're now living with us you and yeah. Chloe are living with us um, for a little while which is great for us as well but so we can we're sort of a support bubble for each other but actually you're right and I remember something that really stuck with me um, was something you said to me last week when we were chatting and you said to me Florence will go to bed at seven, half seven, and you sort of said, and then I'm sort of just waiting, so at the moment with I'm a Celeb being on, and he said, yeah. I feel like I'm just sort of waiting for the I'm a Celeb, but there's nobody else there. Yeah, there's nothing to do. You, I, I put Chloe to bed, and I find, especially recently, the last week or so, I've, I felt better after having my surgery, so I wasn't as drowsy or in pain or stuff, so I felt better and I felt myself thinking oh I'll save to have dinner for later because it gives me something to do between Flo going to bed and waiting for I'm a celeb on the telly and I think sometimes as well especially before I'm a celeb was on I just went to bed early because there's no point staying awake there's no point later sitting downstairs and laying on the sofa on my own I might as well be in bed and go sleep make up time yeah but 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 i think you know like lots of people would be very quick to go oh aren't you lucky you can get loads of time to yourself it means that you can have an early night oh what would i kill to have an early night but what they don't take a step back sometimes to realize is that actually that can that that is lovely sometimes and especially when you had a long day or you've been working long hours and because you're a carer and you know you, you do a really intense job but actually coming back whilst Flo is fantastic and she will, will have a good little chin wag with her she doesn't really want to hear how your day's been just yet does she no she's not at that age that she understands of course what you're talking about well she does understand what you're talking about but not necessarily having that adult conversation that Absolutely. you would have with a, a partner or somebody you live with or things like that it makes a massive difference just me and her being and I know, for example, you know, one of the things that we try really hard to do, um, and I work a lot of my evenings, and I know something that I know I try to do, not just for you, but for myself as well at the moment, is when I'm a celebrity on, we will sort of send a message to each other, so we're almost watching it together, even though we're not together. Yeah, we're always like, are you watching? Yeah. And if you're not watching, I wait, or I'll be like, oh, we'll discuss it, like, the next day or whatever. Absolutely, but I know that 
when things have got, I've got clients later in the evening, um, especially after you'd said that last week, so you probably just said that as you were just chatting in conversation yeah. to me, but actually that really stuck with me, which is why I knew I wanted to talk about it today, because it really made me take a step back and actually think, hold on a second, that must be incredibly lonely. Yeah, it is, it's, it, it is hard. And sometimes I do just sit on the sofa and cry because I didn't, I didn't look at my life and think I'm going to be a single mum. No one does. No one looks at their life and thinks this is what's going to happen to me. And I, I hope that I'm not going to be on my own forever. But actually, I am enjoying living on my own with my daughter and having that time and doing that. But of an evening or if she's at her dad's or whenever I am on my own, I do find that if I'm not cleaning the house or catching up on things that I haven't done because she makes a mess all the time, yeah. I, I do sit and I think I'm all alone. There's no one there's no one to take that weight off me and there's no one to just just talk rubbish to sometimes. Like it doesn't even have to be anything Major, yeah. yeah, it's just it's just to talk rubbish to about what you've done in the day or what you've found or what you've heard on or what you've seen on Facebook or you know Anything. little things. Just and a it little makes chat. a massive difference. And that's why I've come to stay with you guys because it it does make a massive difference and I made it through the first two weeks of lockdown yep. and I knew that I was coming to stay and that was like my goal is to be like I've got to be okay until then. And then I'll have people to surround myself with. And it's okay not to be okay. And we, Absolutely. We, I, I talk to you guys. And I, I do talk because I found after having flow, I had postnatal depression. And I didn't talk. And I really struggled with it. But then I find better now that if I talk and say, do you know what, I am lonely or I am struggling kind of helps as well because reaching out to people yeah it reaches out and like i spoke to my brother and said i was lonely to him and i've noticed a, a difference in how he is like he'll just check up on me and be like are you okay or and it does make a massive difference a massive difference and i can't thank my family and friends enough for that because it does really really help and those things do like you said and like you're saying about younger brother who has really stepped up for you well done jeremy yeah smashed it gold star for you it's well, only a couple of times but it's really, really those hard. couple of times make a difference though don't they even if it's just i ring him him picking up the phone and being like are you okay makes a difference absolutely and i think you know at the like you know you're talking from your perspective being a single mom and being with being with florence and um, actually, I remember, um, especially during when the first lockdown happened as well, just people who live on their own yeah. of any age, whether they are in their, you know, their 20s, 30s, it doesn't matter. People, whether they've got children or haven't got children, um, or people who have their other halves or key workers have decided to move out and yeah, live in hotels. Absolutely. And actually, one of the things is and I remember seeing a lot of things on social media about people saying, you know, check in with people, you know, have a look around you and think to yourself, actually, I wonder how they are, I wonder what they're doing and making sure that you give them a little bit of your time. Because actually one of the things that really, really drives me insane is when people use the constant excuse of I'm just too busy. Now, I'm going to call bullshit on that. Yeah. Because actually, guess what? We're all busy in our own lives, aren't we? But actually, the question that I would ask you is, do you spend any part of your day doing something for yourself? And I hope the answer is yes. I hope you spend some time scrolling your social media. Everyone does. Everyone has that Absolutely. Even if it's when you're sat on the loo, everyone does it. Absolutely. Everyone sits at some point in their day on their phone. Of course they do. And so if you've got the time, the time, exactly. So if you've got the time to do that, then good. Because a, I want you to. I want you to create time for yourself. But b, that means you've got the time to pick up the phone to somebody. You have got the time to send a text message. You have got a time to actually take a moment to think and go, 
I wonder if they're okay, and to let them know that you're thinking of them. Because little things make a massive difference, massive. Like, I made some cakes. I do a lot. I like making. You've, beca- you've become a little bit echoey somewhere, right. haven't you, Ducky? If, if it, anything, lockdown has taught me how to bake. It's I keep getting pictures, brownies, cookies, cupcakes. Although, I might get fat. Fatter. <laughs> but hey. Um, we I, don't body shame on this podcast. No. You're beautiful. Um, but I I dropped some off on the doorstep to my neighbour because he lives on his own. And I think, do you know what? It must be really hard. Because I don't have the motivation sometimes to cook for me if Rose had something different. I don't have the motivation. And I think that little token, it makes a massive difference. Oh, 100%. The, the smallest things in life can make the biggest differences. I, I, I want to talk a bit about floor. Go on then. I love going. My Instagram is always like hashtag goddaughter. I'm all, I'm always getting out the goddaughter thing, aren't I? Yeah. I well, love it. I you love don't get it. given a title for nothing. Absolutely, and I live up to my title very 100%. seriously. Very seriously. So I want to talk about flow for no other reason than because it's flow, and why yeah. not? And you know, if you have ever had the pleasure of meeting Flo, you'll know and you'll remember because she's a little chatterbox, isn't she? She doesn't shut up, even talks in her sleep. She does. She's non-stop, all day, but I wouldn't change her for the world. Absolutely absolutely not. She is brilliant. Um, You mentioned, I don't know actually whether this was during soundtrack or not, you're like, she's got curly hair. She has got curly hair. Her little ringlet. She takes that from her dad. Beautiful. Me. At least she's got my thickness though. She has. She's old. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure he'll really appreciate you saying this on the podcast. I'm sure he will. Yeah, but he did have good hair when he was younger. So and, and he's given it to your wonderful daughter. Yeah, so there um, you go. I love her hair, although it does look a bit crazy sometimes when you take it out or first thing in the morning. But yeah, we can have to share a little picture on the Insta for people. Yeah, we'll do a morning shot or something. Yes, absolutely. Because <laughs> I feel like if you haven't seen this, it's something you're missing out on. Oh, majorly. It is just. She wakes up with really crazy hair. Sometimes. She does. It's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. So we will share. We will share a little, a little picture um, for you um, on the Instagram um, as well. She's going to be two years old on December the third or the thirteenth. The third. Yeah, the third. Um, <laughs> and I said to her today, um, I said, "Flo, how old are you going to be?" And she gave me the right answer and said two, but decided to show me four fingers. And the reason she knows how many fingers to show, but she, she couldn't learn the art of bending two fingers, can she yet? No, she's not quite there yet, bless her. But she's always like, not there yet, but I will get there. One other thing I have to say, my proudest moment. So there's lots of things that I'm really proud of when it comes to my goddaughter, and um, simply for the fact that she is so beautifully unique in the most fabulous way that she is. But um, for those of you that know me will know that I feel very passionate about your mindset and having a growth mindset. And um, we were doing some of those little learning cards, which she is fantastic at. And she got to one of them. And I think the the truth was she was actually just getting a bit bored of me. Probably. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Um, And she sort of half looked and what have you. I was like, no, whatever. Um, And then I said, what, Flo, what is it? And she said, I don't know. I said, Flo, what is it? Have a look. Don't know in a cutest little voice and I said I'll tell you what I taught her that actually when we don't know something we'll say I don't know it yet um, and it made a massive difference it's great and she remembers it I feel yeah. like my work here is she done does. she does remember it and even she she tells people all the time that she doesn't know it yet but she'll know it when she's with girl absolutely and that, that power of yet the power of going it's one word but it makes massive difference absolutely and I, and I want her to I, I know one of the things that you feel really passionately about as not just a mom but as you is for her to sort of grow up to know that she can make those dreams come true yeah 100% I I, I would say I'm a little bit of a pushy mum because I do like her learning a lot and we do learning games and things like that and I definitely direct her playing into learning but she loves it and she's a little sponge and she takes everything in she thrives doesn't absolutely. she absolutely and do you know what if if she learns that she can't do something yet it gives her something to 
push forward too. Absolutely, the power of yeah is, and as soon as I sort of asked her again and she remembered it, I honestly felt like my work where it's not done. But you know when you think this is, I felt like it was my first win as my as my role as a godmother. You've had major many more wins than that, but why? Thank you. Why? Thank yeah. you. But it's it's the one that I will I will own. That I feel proud of because it's something like that I feel so passionately about, and I know that. You know, the, what I always say that part of me would hate to be a young person in this day and age. And, you know, because one of the things, the biggest thing that I worried about in terms of social media growing up was MSN Messenger. Yeah. And, um, like, old. <laughs> right. Showing your age there. I am, aren't I? But I do, I remember, like, you had dial up connection, and it really annoyed me that my mum and dad had the computer where everyone could see it. That really wound me up. But I get why they did it now as an adult, but it really wound me up. And then I remember if I wanted something specific, someone specific to know that I'd come online and they hadn't spoken to me, I'd like log out and then re log in so it popped up again. What was yours? Because just to add, B's a lot younger than I am. What was yours? Um, did you have anything back then? Blackberry Messenger. Oh, BBM! Yeah, used Blackberry Messenger a lot. God, a lot. Do you remember, I used to feel like, I remember having a Blackberry and I remember thinking that I was like the bee's knees. Yeah, you walk around school like, oh, look at me, look at me. Right? Like, please, I've got a, I've got a Blackberry, darling. And then they're like, oh, add me your BBM. Yes, I remember it that. It was that, and then it was Nintendo Dogs Chat. Uh, now you've lost me. It was like, it was like a Game Boy, but then before you went on the Game Boy bit, you could chat with your friends and be like, oh, I'm going to play this game. What, and then you played together? No, you can't, that's the thing, you can't like play together, but you can chat at the same time. So it's just like texting each other while you're playing on a, like a console. It's ridiculous really when I look back, but... Oh, there you, you know go. What? That's what it was. Some people will be listening and they'll remember Emerson Messenger. Others will be listening to that and will be like, oh my God, I remember it. Yeah. Do you know one of my biggest sort of like, I always wanted a Tamagotchi. Do you remember a Tamagotchi? I had a Tamagotchi. Did you keep it alive? Well, this was the thing. So mum never let us take them to school. So mum used to have take them off of us when we got to the school gates. And basically, she'd have to look after them through the day. <laughs> I'm sure so she appreciated. She'll remember this. Like I'm sure she'll listen, and then she'll remember this. And she used to look after them for us. And if we got them back, and they'd pooed or they were hungry or something, we'd get really angry that she hadn't been looking after them properly. God forbid she didn't look after I your time right? about you while like she, she had school. nothing else to do in her day. Absolutely. I four look back children. At it now and think, oh my gosh, we were so needy. Like she's got four children. Obviously, has nothing better to do in her day, does she? She bought them for us. It was her own fault, really. I love that you gave her a hard time. No, I don't love it. You gave her a hard time. Wow. It is weird. I never had one, and do you know what? It really bothered me. You can still get them now, but apparently they're not the same. I um, was watching Mrs. Finch's story, and she bought one, and they're not the same now, apparently. So, Mrs. Hinch. Now, so, social media. I mentioned... I completely forgot about that. Like, totally. You, I feel like you are absolutely smashing this whole podcast malarkey. Like, I feel like you're trying to take over my job as the host. No, no thanks. Oh, all right then. So, social media. I Actually, one of the things that, before we got completely digressed, obviously, was I was saying about being a young person in this day and age. I really feel for young people. They, they have a battle with social media, don't they? So actually, it's not that they just leave school and actually, oh, I'll see you tomorrow. It continues quite all the time. It's 24-7. Absolutely. Young people nowadays, I do it as well, take my phone to bed. Absolutely. And I don't think that's a good thing sometimes, but at the same time, I do think it's a good thing. I think it's hard, though, because I know I I, um, do a lot of work with older young people, and I know that parents are constantly battling between sort of what they believe is the right thing to do for their child, but also knowing that if their child doesn't have access to some of the social media sites like TikTok and Snapchat, actually they're also at risk of them being left out or being bullied. And therefore, they're in this constant battle, which, you know, I really feel for. Absolutely. What to do for the best of that child. And it is a real battle for them all the time. Um, And I know that schools... I do try and sort of 
educating people on the safety of being online, but a lot of the time parents are constantly being bombarded between do this, but then you might want to do this or don't, and it is a battle. So I do feel for young people and parents alike because actually having, whilst there's loads of benefits of technology and like in lockdown, for example, having yeah. the ability to use technology to keep in touch with the people that we miss and we love yeah, is great, but it can also be a real challenge for people. Yeah. One of the things I've said a lot on this podcast is the fact that social media can sometimes be a real mask and it can be, um, and I've always said to people, you know, look beyond the social media. We tend to only post the good stuff, don't we? Yeah, but we actually, don't, we don't post the bad. Yeah, generally really. not, do we? And actually, a lot of, whether it be influencers yeah. or celebrities, whatever we want to call them, I don't know what the title is, um, they can sometimes get a lot of flack for, you know, what they post or what they don't post or, you know, are they promoting the right thing? And it's endless, isn't it? Because yeah. We all know people love to have an opinion. But actually, some of those people, social media has actually been a real help to you, hasn't it? Yeah, majorly. So it's not just, it's little things like um, being able to FaceTime people, being able to, I've listened to a lot of audio books. I found that is amazing because I struggle to sleep, especially with the loneliness. Um, so I find audio books perfect. I don't have to concentrate on reading something. If I fall asleep, I can work out where I was and listen to it again. And I find that's amazing. I've listened to a couple of podcasts, including this one, obviously. Um, and then yeah, things were about to get well nasty then, B. I listen to this all the time. I give you feedback every time. Does that sound really wrong then? Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, I find... Um, Look at her keeping me. Like You're like ship shape on task, oh, aren't you? Love this. to do. No, um... Yeah, I find social media, especially podcasts and things like that, have helped majorly because they've been able to give me a distraction when times have been really hard, um, especially with like listening to podcasts. And I find some people on Instagram and Facebook actually do post some reality. Um, ben McCann, for instance, Absolutely. she posts the bad of tantrums and motherhood and Stacey Solomon's another Stacey great Solomon, one for that. Yeah, so good. Mrs. Hinch, she's more on good things, um, but she does post when she's, she's very real. A bad day. She is so real. I love the fact that Stacey has this new thing where she says to everyone, Do you know what, I'm going to put my phone away today and spend time with my kids. Absolutely. And I think that's a major thing. Especially yeah. for people in the limelight, they need that phone time. And she's got three kids. I don't know what that feels Ooh, like, me. Oh, Joe, but I'm not in the limelight. No, you're not yet. Yes, you're not yet. Do you think? Do, do you think this leopard onesie and me are going to go far? Um, maybe not the leopard onesie. What's wrong with my leopard onesie, me? You might get trolled. What if I put my slut boots with it? Then I'd chuck them. I felt like you were going to be lost for words then. <laughs> yeah, I had to control my language there. Very good control there. Very, very good. good. I'm very impressed. Yeah, no, so, yeah, social media has its pros and it also has its cons, but I found it helped me quite a bit in certain ways. And I, I remember you telling me about audiobooks because remember when you got um, Camilla's new book, for yeah. example, and Mrs. Hinch's, and I remember sort of saying to you, please, can I borrow them? And you were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you were like, actually, here you go. Have Read it. them because I'm listening to the audiobooks, for yeah. example. And I thought, what a great way to do it whilst you're doing things or, you know, you're busy doing whatever you're doing. Actually, yeah. you can have that on in the background. Yeah, it, it is so handy as well. It's um, because sometimes you don't have the time to sit down and read a book or I struggle with concentration when my anxiety is high or things like that. And I find an audiobook, you don't have to concentrate. You can be chilling, you can be washing up, you can it doesn't matter what you're doing. And your your subconscious brain is still listening. Do you find that's helped you? Majorly. Majorly. It's got me through real lonely times. And I sit especially the Mrs. Hinch one, um I sat re listening to it and I found myself smiling at things she was saying in her audio book, which is ridiculous. I'm smiling to nothing. 
like nobody nobody else is there but it helps me get through anxiety and loneliness and it it does help it really does and that's the that's the thing isn't it it makes a difference to you yeah and ultimately if it makes a difference to you sod anybody else's opinion on it yeah you've got to find what works for you because some people don't like audio books and would prefer to sit and read or things like that but I, I i do have the time but i don't have the concentration sometimes and 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 that's okay isn't yeah. it and i think that's the that's the message that you're giving yeah. is it doesn't matter what that is yeah. that's okay and one of the things that i i talk about not just on the podcast in conversations you and i talk about it a lot is that people are always going to have their opinion people are always going to have an opinion of what you should do what you shouldn't do what you should say what you shouldn't say Everybody wants to have their opinion, and ultimately, at some given point, you have to be able to sort of say to yourself, I'm going to do what I believe is right for me. Yeah, I, I struggled with that a lot, um, especially growing up, actually. I struggled with people's opinions, people's views on things, and changing the way I act because people have said I'm wrong, or they don't like how I'm behaving, or what I'm doing, and this, that, and the other. And I found that. I, it may be selfish, people might say it's selfish, but actually, I now do what I think is best, rather than what everyone else is saying. I take into consideration certain people's views on things, because they have helped me in the past, but others I think, you know what, keep your opinion, because I'm going to do what's best for me. And, and that's something that you're on a real journey with, aren't you? Yeah. For, your, for yourself, because I think you're absolutely right there. And, and I, I just want to go back to, because I think you make a really important point. You talk about the fact that, you know, sometimes people might call that selfish. And I've said a lot before about, you know, as Brits, we're very polite people generally, aren't we? Yeah. Um, but actually, people, some people do have that opinion. God forbid you do what's right for you. That must mean you're a selfish person. Yeah. And actually, at some given point, and it is a journey for you, which I, which I know that yeah. is, is, a, is something that you've been working on for quite a while, really, to, to get to a better place with is getting to that point where you can go, I'm okay with the fact that you have that opinion, but I'm also okay with the fact that I will do what I believe is right for me. Yeah. People people will have their opinions on your life. People have opinions on how I co-parent, how I mother, how I, how I, everything I yeah. do. And I just think, do you know what? I'm doing the best of my ability at each thing. And if that's not good enough, then... That's all I can do. Absolutely. So keep your opinion because, quite frankly, there's nothing else I can do. Yeah, and quite usually those those people don't ever offer a helping hand. Yeah, that's the thing. The people that have the negative opinions, you have to step back and look at who actually helps you, who actually is there for you, who actually cares, who actually shows that compassion. will be like, I don't believe you're right in doing this but let's try and work out a way of doing this better. Absolutely. And some people don't do that. Some people say, I don't like the way you've done that, or I don't like how you're doing this, but don't offer you in a second option. And I think that makes a massive difference. And, you know, I, I know that there's been numerous times where you and I have had some real tough conversations, real sort of brutal conversations with each other about, what we think the other should or shouldn't be doing and things like that and actually it comes down to a the respect b the ability to go i'm sharing my thoughts with you but actually i'm still going to respect you i'm still going to be there for you even if my opinion is different and being okay to share those opinions with each other like you don't like my boots b no but we just have to agree to disagree on that because... I think you can tell it's a really sore subject. It's just one of those things that you think, she'll get through this, she'll pass <laughs> the little phase that she's having, and it'll be fine. Do you know what, actually? It's funny you talk about the phase. Um, we were chatting... Do you remember during the first lockdown when I went through that phase of wearing really weird, coloured, like, earrings? Yeah. Do you remember the one with the flowers in them? Yeah, I don't... I what don't, was that about? I don't know. I think it was more that you were just locked in and you don't know what you were going to do with yourself, so you're just trying loads of different things on. It was ridiculous. I look at some of the pictures. I look like a right... Quite literally, an idiot, don't I? No, I wouldn't say you look like an idiot. You're just trying out different styles. Why, thank you. Why, thank you very much. Sometimes I would tell you you look like an idiot, but 
my favourite is this pair. Oh my god, I don't know if you remember them. They're quite chunky and they've got those dried flowers in them. Oh, the I red do ones. Them. Yeah. And what? They look too big for your ears though. You're only petite. Like, right. You've only got petite little ears. Sometimes, no. I remember being on FaceTime to my parents the one day that they were on and I remember vividly thinking, I should probably take this off before I call mum and dad because mum will definitely have something to say. Anyway, I forgot. And I'm on FaceTime to them, and mum was like, what is that? And I'm like, shit, I should have taken those off, really. <laughs> and I didn't. B. Yeah. Biff. Bethan. Yeah. Beth. Whatever you want to call, whatever I want to call you. Um, B, you, because you're a keen listener to the Power Giant podcast, yeah. are we? You will know that I love to ask people to share, whether it's a quote, a phrase, something that they touches them something that is important to them that they live by it might be a favorite whatever it might be do you have one that you're that you're willing to share yeah i always say to myself tomorrow's a new day because no matter how bad your day or good your day is tomorrow is a new day so you can change how tomorrow will be i don't know if it's like a famous saying or not but that's what i say tomorrow Day. What a perfect, day. perfect way to end our beautiful, our raw reality chat with. B, thank you so much it's for nice. um, being railroaded into this podcast yeah. episode. Um, so as you should already know, you can listen to the Power Giant podcast, the raw reality, on a variety of different channels. There is Anchor, there is Spotify, there is Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And whatever else is out there. There's a, there's a whole range of different ones. Search the Power Giant podcast and you will find us there. Also, you can rate and subscribe. Do you want to do a little rate and subscribe for us, babe? No. no. Okay. I'll just have another go. <laughs> rate and subscribe. I, I'm really glad you said no. I'd love to do it myself. You should just make a proper jingle. Why when they have my voice? <laughs> okay. Fair enough. You know, it's bad when she says, okay, fair enough. Um, also, you can give us a follow on the Instagram, the Power Giant Podcast. You have been listening to Insu with the, my beautiful and wonderful guest, B and Flo. She's asleep, but she's also been a big part of this episode, episode five on the Power Giant Podcast. Remember, you have the power to be. Until next time. Bye.